This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be? A master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery, you're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. It doesn't. Welcome to the Boner Planet Podcast. We are here at uh, Deer Camp Part 2 tonight, uh, live from Deer Camp Studio Headquarters. Myself, Tim Mazrana, Jamie Nogum, Dave Thomas, and Brian Bauer. And We're back. We are back. So it's been a couple we had, of weeks. Uh, yeah, been a couple weeks. Deer are running a lot yeah. more than what they were. You know, we got a lot of chasing going on. I think we're pretty much almost in the rut if we're not in the rut already. And uh, we got some stories to tell them, guys. It's huh? been uh, here. We is it the first day we're here, really? Yeah, it's kind of the first day, right? First full first day. Full day. Yeah, first full day. Yeah. So yeah, we we've been playing this hunt for months, and we um came. I don't know, what was it like a Wednesday, Thursday night? Yep. So we so all right. left after work. Yep. Um, got up to the hunt camp, about two and a half hours from Detroit area, and we basically. We just had some fun, hang out, have a couple beers, whatever. And Got then, everything ready and set some stuff but up. But then, which was actually kind of exciting, I thought, because I felt exciting about it, but the weather report came in that it was going to be like a blizzard all day today. Three to five inches. Which, 30 mile an hour being in a, I, I knew I was going to be in the ground by at that point, because I didn't want to even consider risking falling out of a stand or whatever, and getting caked in snow. But I was excited. I was kind of excited about it. Like <coughs> I thought, and so sure enough, morning came around and there. What well, I mean, it was coming down, dude. Oh, like, it, it was. It came down. Fast it was a blizzard. Furious. I think we got more snow. They they were saying uh, heavy snow in the evening, but we got I think the most the most snow in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, so, for sure. I mean, yeah. there was a good inch inch and a half on the ground by the end of the uh, the morning. Run, so. Most of it comes tonight. 
Yeah. Which we'll find out. Which the weather's kicking up again, but uh, no wind this morning, which was good. I think the deer were moving around, you know, that you know, yeah. because of that. We didn't have much success really early. They didn't start to move around probably until nine. about 9 o'clock. And uh, I think, Dave, you were the first one to kind of see it. So Yeah, so... My phone blowing up. Oh, there's a doe. There was a, I looked up, and there was this most beautiful, gorgeous-looking, like, healthiest doe I've ever seen in my life. And she... I don't know if it's because of the snow backdrop or whatever, but yeah, she looked normal. When she she looked. <laughs> it was all of a sudden just a glow of wow. There's definitely a buck that wants to mate that doe. You know, I'm like, whoa, what the heck? She stopped in front of me about 20 yards, and then she proceeded to move on, and then she ran over to Noteboom, and but she looked behind her, and then she took off, and then I heard stuff breaking in the woods, so I knew from instinct and past experiences that there's most likely a buck back there, but I wasn't sure. So, I um, stopped, you know, for a minute, I, like, took my mind off it for a second, and then I, I don't know what happened, but I looked back up, and I saw this pretty big buck running the edge on the far side. Now, this is, the far side of this field where I'm at is where the tree stand is, so instantly I had regret so that I was sitting. Opposite. The yeah, tree stand's on the opposite, opposite side edge. of where you're growing. It's like a horseshoe. So, I'm thinking, man... If I was in that tree stand, I could have at least saw him come through the woods. Yeah. But he was moving. He wasn't, you know. So I saw him nose down. I saw antlers. I knew it was a buck. I didn't know how big. He ran out to um to the like the point where the U becomes like just field, so the far the like the front end of it. And they start running towards Tim. So I text Tim just to let him I was about to text him to let him know, but then he turned around and came right beeline for me. He, clo- in clo- he closed in for me from 100 yards to, like, literally 20. Now, why do you think that is? I mean, we you had, the night before, you put out some tinks, and you put out... So, yeah, good point. So, I, so first off, I had a real doe out there, so I, I don't yeah. know, that's but in the he, morning... That's what he was following. Probably, but in the morning, once I sat down, I took the trophy buck from tinks, and I sprayed it out in front of me, and the, the wind was blowing back at me, kind of. So the scent was nasty because I no I had to smell it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was sitting there like, why did I do that? You know? Yeah. But then she it's like came out. Into the wind. Yeah, and then and then the buck came and it was had nose down. And it was sniffing. But the, I, I so here's what happened. So this buck, which was a nice buck, turned out I think is the buck I saw earlier in the year that was way out like 500 yards from me. Real tall, probably 130, 140 inch deer. He came at me, and. Um, I ranged, and everything was happening very fast. So he had nose to the ground. He was totally rutting, chasing not that stopping. doe. The doe's now, keep in mind, the doe's gone. The doe had already moved on to Jamie. She's not even near me. And so I knew that he was leaving, right? This was, it was either I'm getting a shot or I'm not. It's going to happen within the next 30 seconds, you know? So he, he's at 40 yards and coming towards me. I, I clock him at 40. So I get my, I had the crossbow. I was using Excalibur Assassin. I pull it up on my Vanguard mount that mounts to the tripod, the one that you were talking about. It's awesome. Yeah. So I pull up on it. But what happened was between the where I ranged him and where he ended, he actually ended at 20 yards. When I when I looked back and marked where I thought I saw him today, and I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" He was at 20 yards. So I used my 40 yard 40. marker on a 20 yard shot, and I hit him just below the spine, in the no zone. So Jamie and I tracked him today all the way for like literally 200 yards of some blood, but he's definitely, I don't yeah, think he's, he's dying. He was fine. He's got the nose on above the lungs. He's, you know, I shot right under the spine. Yeah. 
above the lungs. So I don't think there's I don't think there's any ways. He dying. followed trails the whole time. He's, yeah, he never lay down. He'll go. He just he'll go open. heal up and be back to work. So how did you? Not I basically gave him a tattoo. That he's at 20 yards. Right. It was so... I had buck fever. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I mean, that was the first experience of buck fever I had in a very long time. I don't usually ever get it. But to be honest with you, part of the reason was I didn't think I'd actually see a deer, you know, or a buck, to be honest. What was a slow buck? I didn't think it was going to happen. Yeah. I was like, oh, I ain't going to see no buck. I'll see this doe, whatever. No big deal. And I knew I wasn't going to shoot a doe. I wasn't prepared to shoot a doe. So I really wasn't caring very much. And then... That happened, and it was happened so fast, and it was like, oh, you gotta make a move now. I mean, looking back on it, I just I'm very disappointed in myself. I feel like, you know, I had this chance last year. I messed up with that 150 inch deer, at, you know, 50 yards, which was a respectable miss, but it's same area, yeah, same horseshoe. And then this year, I get redemption, right, to get a not the same size buck, but a little smaller, and I screw it up. So I'm I'm just. I'm a little disappointed in myself right now, and it's it's it, there's different factors that disappoint me. I prefer to use my bow. I had to use a crossbow. It's just my things that affect me. I want to be in the air. I don't like to be in a ground blind. These aren't things I'm actually used to doing that I'm good at. I, I've only shot one deer off a ground blind my whole life, and so today would have been number two. So it would have been... It's not normal for me, is all I'm saying. Well, you so, shot it. And so I tried, and I messed up. Yeah. So... That's that. Uh, we tracked it. He didn't come back tonight, obviously, because he's obviously not going to be coming back for a little while. I gave him a tattoo that looks like a ram cat. So he's got the three star on him. And, uh, Mechanical? No, no. Fixed. Fixed. Yeah, the ram cat's brutal. I think the only reason we even saw anything is because of that broad, that blood. Sure. I mean, it. But I guess it just stinks because it's like one of those things, right? If I'm one inch higher, he's spined and he's on the ground, I can go and then eliminate him, whatever you want to call it, right? I can take him out. Yeah. If I'm one inch lower, I hit a lump, right? You know, it's just like, come on. You know, it's just like... It's just that one spot. I just... So depressing. And, you know, and you never know what happens, you know? So it's like when Jamie and I were tracking it, I don't know. I mean, he could be laying right there. I could have clipped an artery and he could be dead 20 yards in the the wood line. You know, I don't know what's going to happen when right. I'm walking in those woods. You know, you don't know. But, but the thing is, I think people need to be aware of is that we looked... We looked hard. We looked long, and it just there there wasn't anywhere else to go. I mean, the blood dried up, and that was it. And short of them getting a dog out here, which we don't have, um, you know, that's really the next step. That, that's the only thing that you can do at that point. So it's it's part of the. It's too bad. It's part he'll of the be, uh, successful nature of a of a bow hunter. I don't think you have that that often with a non hunter at all. I don't think it happens like that. I don't think the range comes into play, especially no. between 40 and 20 yards, right? No. So, I think that just speaks to the, the challenge that bow hunting is. So, For and sure. speaking of challenges, there's been a couple others tonight. Um, <laughs> this is going to be the worst. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of speaking because I'm the odd man out. I'm the only For one now. that uh, <laughs> that hasn't <laughs> shot at something yet. I was I was scoping some stuff out, but uh, you know why don't we move out just just in just in time order, Jamie? Let's go on to you. Uh, so Dave Dave shot first, and uh, same morning, same yeah. hunt. You're what about three hundred yards away, yeah. maybe? Probably three four hundred, yeah. Yeah, and uh, that doe comes by you, yeah. and uh, take it from there. Well, I saw his shot. So I'll tell you that, but so. After that, I'm like, oh, nothing's gonna happen. You know, here it is. Are we? Are we just go. Let's just go look for his deer. But where, where I have my blind, what I do, there's the that racetrack that we have. There's like a big bowl that I can't see. So sometimes I'll sneak out and peek around the corner 
with my binoculars and check it out, see if there's anything in the bowl. Well, sure as hell, I look out there and there's a, there's an eight point in there, nice. and he was pretty far away. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna jump back in here and I'm gonna bleed a few times, just like I thought. He came right where I thought he was gonna Draw come. On a string. Yep. So About I five minutes bleed. later, like, what were you doing? What were you short, sweet, one one bleep? Two I do two or three. I do two or three doing? in a row. That's yeah, all. I that's did. all you did was just one yeah. one set of them. Yeah. Oh, wow. And then he was there, and then you know he was probably about 110 inches. I was not gonna shoot. Cause not bad for a Michigan hawk. <laughs> I mean, no. Yeah, that's well, nice. I was looking for one hit. Well, I, that was, was After going. After seeing what was, that, yeah. that ended up going through my head. I'm like, well, yeah. Dave shot my buck. Yeah. So the, the big one that we yeah. saw him in part yeah. one of this hunting camp. Right. So yeah. I'm like, well, I this could be my because I'm here for a week. This could be my only shot. And if right. I that's a fair, fair way to shot. think of it. To be honest, but about. the problem was, and everybody needs to listen to this. When I was here last, not last week, the week before, my camera was fully charged. And my rangefinder was fully charged. I get out there, my camera has five minutes or 15 minutes left on it, and my rangefinder was dead. That's it was crazy. turning pink instead of red, and it wasn't taking That's ranges. Oh. So I'm like, you know, my, my whole thing is, is like, you know, I, I'm kind of making a rule on myself. If if I can't get a good range, I'm not going to shoot. So anymore. so when you so he it, unless, out, unless I know it's thirty or less. So and what you're getting at is that that he came out. Yeah. You thought he was at one. I thought he was about thirty. And, and because I, I had I had got out. one range into a to a leaf, and it looked and it was about thirty, and he, and he was, was right around there. there. But then it snowed. Yeah, and, yeah. Then, and so he wasn't at 30. Was, yeah. he was, so he was when I get in those situations, what I do is, if, if I don't know for sure what the distance is and I'm going to take a shot, I aim directly at the heart. That way, if he's further than I want, I'm going to miss clean. If he's a little bit in than I want, then I'm going to get up and I'm going to hit a lung. Right. So I went right at the heart and it broadside or uh, yeah broadside it was he gave me time and everything and I went back and forth I'm like okay I'm gonna do it and I pulled and I thought I smoked him and he's running back and forth I think he was just scared I went and grabbed the arrow and I pretty much just gave him a little haircut it was just a little tuft of uh, hair and the the, the uh, arrow was clean so he yeah. he's gonna live to fight another day but so um, that's two out of four. Right? <laughs> Uh, so that, what, that puts the score at uh, 2-0 and oh. Deer oh, win two. Oh, and two. For the oh, deer two. For the oh, deer, for the deer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Although they didn't come out completely scared One got a haircut and one got a tattoo So there's that And then uh, Brian, man Holy cow So let, let's talk about our morning first um, well, So, we're, so the, these guys are hunting about 300 yards apart I'd say we're probably hunting about the same distance apart Right Right and uh, you're 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 sitting on the edge of the woods. I'm sitting on the edge of the woods. Kind of a similar situation. Um, you know, you're looking down into uh, over a ridge and kind of where the deer are, are moving through. And I'm I'm kind of in a similar situation where I'm looking over into a ridge and, and kind of looking out into the open. But um, the only shot that I would have is if they come out of the woods. Right. 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 So we're we're. Our morning, at least my morning, and, and I think our experiences were quite similar, was we saw nothing. Right, we saw, we saw a, lot of, a lot of snow and got a lot of text so, messages of a lot, I know, of, a lot my, of excitement. Like, uh, my phone just blows up. I, I swear I had like 25 text messages in the matter of like 30 seconds from Dave and Jamie about this doe and this buck and the shot and his shot and everything. And his, 
it was just absolutely ridiculous how fast everything happened, and then there's you and me that are just like, right. what's going on, man? Like, this so, yeah, isn't working. I, I just didn't feel comfortable with the spot I had set up. I, I only had one little area that was like <laughs> six to eight foot wide, and then the back side where the woods was, I, I didn't have much where I felt like I could take a shot, so I decided to move a little bit closer to you, actually. Right. Um, so that's what we did. Still I, on a tree line, still looking the, down into the woods. And right, down into the woods. Right. I found a... a I found a scrape, which then looking tonight, we found that there's a bunch of scrapes over there. But And Jamie always kind of knew that as well, I think. Um, so I just set up off the field, but then facing that one scrape line. And then um, you and then, decided then to hunt where you were gonna, yeah. yeah, that's where you were going to go that night. And, and at the same time, because you moved within like 50 yards of me, I decided, well, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm probably not going to see anything there. So right. I'm going to go. We have, there, there's another side of the property that nobody ever hunts. Um, small small parcel, but you know when we've walked it a couple times, there's super highways just all over this place. So we, we go down there, and we set up my ground blind, right, and then dress and go back out. And uh, that's where the night hunt starts. So mm-hmm. I think night hunt started a lot like our hunt. In the beginning. Oh, yeah, in the definitely. Morning, it was completely dead. And yeah, and the Dave snow was Jamie, coming down. I think expectedly for Dave and Jamie at that point, because of the tracking and all that stuff, weren't seeing anything. But I'm sitting there going, man, would that make a bad choice, right? Like, all right, I'm, I'm sitting here and... Right, and honestly... I, nothing happened. There was right? probably at least a couple, two or three ten-pointers that were right by your stand. I was just yeah. watching the whole night. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really want to tell you, but... No, nah, I'm just I kidding. love it. I but no, it. I didn't really see anything over by your area. I just, um, like you said, nothing was happening early on, and... Actually, for the first hour and a half, almost two hours of the hunt on the afternoon, you know, so I think yep. we got out around 2, 2.30, you know. Yep, doing, and, a, um, doing a good long four-hour sit at least, so. Right, so then, um, yeah, all of a sudden I just, I looked up into the field and there was, uh, there was this deer that came out from the edge. It was actually between your spot and mine. Um, Did so, it come from my spot? No, no, heck yeah, no. Better not he was a lot closer to to my area, actually. And, and this deer never would have went over to you. You know, I truly believe that. No, I'm kidding. And I'm joking. So, you were not that close. Even even when you moved in closer, it wasn't. I mean, I think we were probably still a good 250 yards right. away from each other, and you're looking in a completely different direction. For sure. Here, so. so I saw this deer come out, you know, and I, I had my binoculars ready because I figured that if I see something in the field, I want to kind of glass it and see. So I glanced up, and I saw that it was a buck. I'm like, all right. Um, and then I just saw it lifting up its nose and smelling in the air, you know. So I'm like, well, maybe he'll come around. Maybe he's trying to get downwind to check a scrape or, right. you know, something like that. So next, you know, he goes back into where he came from. And then I, the last minute, I see him turn and kind of head in my direction. So No, no. Where are you at? Like, you're, you're in a ground blind. Oh, yeah, I'm in now, a ground blind. What does your view look like when you're seeing this? Uh, so I'm in a you're ground blind. To my left window, I can see the open field and then some of the, the wood line. And then to the right is I have a view of where the scrape is. So I'm probably about okay. 20, 25 yards off the scrape. Downhill, the tree. if I remember. Right, right. yep, and correct? it goes downhill. And then there's yeah. just a ton of, now that we a ton of scrapes in that area. And Jamie yeah. always sees a lot of buck activity over there. I saw a lot yeah. of rubs. So that's kind of why I figured I'd get a little bit closer to the action. You know, maybe they'd come and check some scrapes or something like that. So, well, you were right. Yeah, so so all of a sudden I get set up, and I'm, I'm ready to go, and then I see the, the buck coming through, you know. So now I'm trying to make a decision. Is it a shooter? Is it something I'm, you know, is it, is it something that I want to try to take a shot at? Is it too small? Is it not? And I decided that, that it was it was good, you know. It, was, it wasn't a monster. It wasn't probably what Dave shot at, but... 
it was uh, something that I felt comfortable because I've passed on a lot of deer out here because I'm right. trying to trying to be respectful and follow the rules of what we we don't want to take a lot of small deer, you know. Yeah, but, uh, no, I think that's I think that's what we try to normally do is you know especially this time of season, right? Because right. It, it's really more I think to me and in, in, in what I'm looking for in a deer, it's more about the season that we're in because yeah. when we're in this rut period. When you I don't see those, yeah, I mean, I when you see a doe, the, the, the chances are phenomenally higher oh, that you're sure. going to see a buck right, right after that. And maybe right? even so a decent buck. Early right. season, it's patterning the food, you know, and, and if you see a buck, it's because you're patterning on the food. Right now, it's they're patterning the, de- oh, the, the for doe. Sure. So yeah. you're in a good spot to see a doe, and you and I, and I think that I think that's a great rule of thumb, and I think, you know, I, I would hope that a lot of people agree with that when, when we come to this pre-rut, even rut season that we're in right, right. now. Right, so. for sure. Yeah, so this deer came in, and I, I wasn't sure. I thought he was going to check this scrape that was, like, 17 yards from me. And um, what what I didn't realize later on, there was a scrape also that he was kind of checking out. But, but yeah, there the, was two down there. Right. Yeah. But the biggest thing is he, he didn't like my blind. Like, he right away, like, looked at my blind and was looking, like, what the heck's going on, you know? Yeah. Now, so, do you think he winded you, or he just no, he visually, he, like, kind of is like, oh, there's something a little odd? Yeah, he didn't win me because the wind was going full force the other way. It was okay. going towards my back. It All was right. in my face, so. So that was way in your face. Yeah, so, yeah. no, he didn't win me. It's just he didn't, he knew something wasn't supposed to be there, you know? <laughs> um, and I didn't really feel rushed or nothing at the shot. And I, to be honest with you, even right now, I still don't know if I made a bad shot yet, because... I know we didn't, we, you know... That's not tomorrow's episode. Right, that'll be tomorrow's because, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I... Yeah, I, so, well, I guess, I guess to end, to end that, we, we, you let it sit. You were going to go out right away, but you kind of, well, so you kind of Well, so the deer came back. in, I take a, I took a yeah. shot. I felt like I was, I was on it pretty well. You shot the mesh. Um, yeah, and that's a great point. Like, I don't think any one of the four that are sitting here today have ever shot through mesh in the ground. No, I've never made We've always heard that you can. But yeah, I mean, I, every single one with a bow gun, I'd have no problem, right? You're not, you're right. not thinking twice about it. But yeah, bow, I always you're just always nervous I, about doing it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, know what I, it is. It's I don't know what made me decide not to clear it off. I just uh, I, I they say you can do it, and I had a fixed blade, so I just you know I, I don't really. That? And then looking at the bolt, I didn't really think that it it didn't really look like it affected it to me. I, I just I think I still made a decent shot. Yeah. Like I said, I guess we'll see tomorrow, but. So they sh- I shoot, I think I hit the deer, it takes off running, and then when we come back to, you know, to try to find the bolt, we can't, we can't locate it yet still, no as of right yeah. now, and there's no blood. So that's what's tough right now, you know, we, we did scatter off and go other places to try to go down some deer trails. And, so no bolt, no blood. We looked at the video, video didn't really show because of the distance that it right. was, and it was a GoPro, so we'll, we'll give Go, you know, we'll, we'll give you credit for that, is that there was no, you can't zoom in. Right. Right? So the, it was hard to see that distance of a shot on a, Go, on a GoPro, um, but the long story short on that is, is we might be 3-0 and for the deer. We don't know. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're, we're not sure yet, though. So, so but yeah, I, I mean, we're, I'm going to hunt in the morning, and I've got enough, ta- I got another tag, so in case I... I do get this deer. I, I have yeah. another one. I can tag it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, I guess we'll then I'll just try to go through and maybe I'll get lucky and find the bolt or, yeah. or find some blood. You know. Yeah. Um, and so so my hunt, um, you know, for me, I think it's just I think it's just shaping up. So I moved. I moved to another spot where we had. It, it's an area where nobody's at, and in fact, it's completely separated um, from the from the main property that we're hunting by and, a highway. Uh, by by a yeah by a road. And, by a road. Uh, you know, I was having a really slow night. I'm 
thinking, you know, and that's where you start to, am I doing the right things? And is it, is it because of something I'm doing? You know, I'm trying to grunt them in. Is it something that I'm doing? Is it, is it the smell? Is it this? Is it that? Did well, I make the right decision? And some of your tax, there? right. Some of your tax that you could kind of tell you were yeah. going through a low at the moment. You yeah. Know? Well, I mean, you go, you, when, when you go through these two guys, Jamie and Dave, that, that have seen deer all morning and haven't seen anything at night, but I think that's expected with what happened during the morning. I saw a doe. And then, I saw a doe and then you, oh, that's right, you did see a doe at night. She and was then, towards you. And then you, you who, who had a shot at a nice buck, um, and then I'm not seeing crap, you know, like, oh, great, you know. So I'm just sitting, I'm waiting it out, you know, not going to give up at all. And uh, your last light, like, probably about 25 minutes before last light, um, Right on my right hand side, I just all of a sudden you just hear this crashing through the woods, right? And crash, crash, crash. And I look over and there's this big, big doe that's just like he's she's booking it through the woods. And I'm like, at first I'm thinking, oh great, she you know she went to me and she got scared and she ran. But then all of a sudden there's three more that came out behind her. And then all of a sudden there's two more deer that came out behind that. And so I'm like, oh man, and and it's on my right hand side, the spot that I didn't expect the shot on him. So. I'm, I, I, at this point, I'm just I'm just watching. Right? I'm a spectator. There's no way that I can sit there and even even think that I'm going to take a shot at them just because of the, just because of the spot that they're coming out of. And so they disappear. <laughs> they disappear around to the right, and I'm like, oh, well, I, I mean, I'm just thinking, well, at least I saw some. Right. You know. About three minutes later, they ended up doing one big circle and coming back around the wood line, and, and I saw them about 60 yards out in front of me straight out in front of me across the field through the woods and the, and there's there's four does and they're just I, they're, they're just going like buck crazy I mean they're they're just like back and running full speed they'll go you know 50 yards one direction and 50 yards the other direction they're just going all over the place that's cool and then all of a sudden like you see these two these two smaller does or these two smaller deer come out and uh, everything kind of slows down a little bit those does kind of take off for a minute, and then the other two kind of work themselves into the field about 60 yards, 50 yards out. And I'm looking at them going, and this is get, it's getting a little dark, but there's no there's no antlers on these things. So I'm like, all right, well, there's six does. That's pretty cool. At least I'm seeing some does, you know. There's no bucks back here. But then all of a sudden, in the middle of the field, they start fighting each other. They start head-pounding each other and pushing each other. And I'm watching this go for a little I'm like, oh no way, man! Those are those are a couple little the little bucks there. So I think they're they, a couple of probably mutton bucks mm-hmm. or, or very small spikes. Where at that point you just couldn't see the antlers on them, and uh, they finally work themselves out. The does come back for a little bit, and you know they, they end up working into about 15, 20 yards. And at that point it's past shooting light, but I don't want to spook them because I want to go back there in the morning I, and I want them, you know, obviously to bring in the big bucks. So right. I just kind of sit there until they went out and. Uh, and then slowly walk in from there. So I did end up learning that, uh, you know, the spot that we ended up setting it in probably wasn't the best spot from where they're coming from. Right. So I did end up moving my ground blind a little bit to have hopefully a little bit better angle tomorrow. So hopefully that'll be on tomorrow's podcast. But uh, overall, um, very, very unsuccessful day. And we still have some hope for yours. We're, we're going to go out in the morning and see what we, what we can find. Um but uh, yeah, the re- redemption did not happen today. And, no, uh, not at all. A little bit. We have a little bit of a little bit of uh, work here ahead of us to, to do it. So. I I got to see a whole flock, huge flock of 
toms tonight, which was really cool in the snow. And yeah. you can see the snow on their backs and their feathers. It was pretty neat. And I saw a doe, and it ran over to Jamie, which didn't produce anything. No, because she, the buck she is went gone. to the truck, yeah. But, you know, the thing that's cool about it, and that is, in my mind, like, kind of nuts, is that what happened today was what you kind of dream would happen. Yeah. Because normally, like, when the rut hits, oh, oh, phone drop. Normally when the phone, when the rut hits, that buck is already gone, like, onto a different property. And so for that buck to have been here like, still and, and, and rutting right in front of me and stuff was pretty much like Well, I think dream. you actually said earlier, and I think you something, it's like something that was like straight out of the movie. Oh, it was, the dude, way it was, everything was like storybook. I mean, the way it looked, turned to go to you, but then turning just directly comes at me yeah. and then turns sideways. I mean, literally 20 yard pop shot and I flunked it. You know yeah. I mean? It, it should have been, this should, we should have been holding this buck right now, yeah. like telling stories about it, taking pictures with it. You know, getting a process, having some good food out of it. I mean, it should have happened. So yeah, it's disappointing. To be honest with you, it is disappointing. But to be honest with you, I think there's some encouragement out there because we're not the only ones that this has happened to. No, and I think I think and it's I a good example of crossbows, to... though. People always say, oh, it's so easy. You're cheating. You're a crossbow. <laughs> yeah, okay. We just missed. We missed. Okay, so let's, let's, let's rewind a little bit. Last well, we didn't year. We even talk about what we were shooting. Last year. Everybody was shooting a crossbow. Correct, because yeah, the weather, all we're all in crossbow on all three of these, On all three of these bucks. Correct. So last year, Jamie and I, I missed a 150 at, because of yardage. So I didn't have my rangefinder. Crossbow? Crossbow. So I tried, I thought in my mind it was 50 yards. I missed low. Okay. Uh, fast forward a week or two weeks, or the next day, I can't remember. Uh, no, two weeks. We got this weekend, but last year, we come out. Uh, we see the 150 out in the middle of a field. Far out, we decided to spot and, spot and stalk it. Nopu misses the first shot at it, and he's running with a crossbow. Misses, sixty yarder, fifty eight yards. Came up a three foot, a foot short. Uh, that's a long shot. Whatever it was, sixty yards. That was about three inches low. Whatever it was, that's and a then, long shot. But that's the thing. It's another yeah. equipment thing. You have to check your yeah. equipment. My scope twisted on me. Well, I'll be honest. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Like, but I, I missed it. Sight my crossbow at the six. It's ridiculous. But I missed. Again, after that, with the, with the different crossbow, it's I completely shot. Completely my fault. Missed. But my yeah, the point here well, is, well, it's not let's easy. Be honest. Anytime you shoot and you miss, there's nobody to blame. But no, so. no, I, I know. I you know, just stupid mistakes. For like, me tonight, why was, didn't I change the battery on the rangefinder? Why did I let that? Why didn't you check the rangefinder? Right. Yeah. Well, you it's your. Yeah, it's on you. I mean, yeah. the camera, the oh, yeah. batteries, all that. So you know, it's it crazy. You just assume. You shouldn't yeah. assume. But my check thing is, I mean. You missed because of a rangefinder, to be honest. I missed because of buck fever. I'm not going to lie. Like, I specifically missed because of buck fever. Because if I would have just re-ranged shot, like, 20 yards, it would have been a pop shot. But I was so scared to re-range it. I thought he was going to run. And, you know, I... I, I the over time, the time. I, but I, I didn't do the right thing. Like, in my mind, yeah. I should have never done that because of buck fever. Buck fever threw me into a weird loop. So, what do you... So, so how Here's you, my point, though. I, I can't... And I, I wish I could, like, take back my shot because as the hunter, I need to understand the responsibility to not shoot, you know what I mean, unless I know for sure yeah. what that distance is, right? All of us, we should all be in the same boat. Yeah. Even if he's going to run off, so what? So be it, right? You know what I mean? It's not meant to be. Instead of rushing a shot, which messed up him and messed up me and messed up the rest of his week and the rest of my night because it could have came back. You know, you don't know. Yeah. It might have ran towards him but not to him and went around. And it came uh, back yeah, but see, that's the one thing you wouldn't let happen. Yeah. 
No, for sure. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> the buck fever came in because you knew very well it was running to Jane. Yeah, I was not going to let that And you were not going to let that happen. <laughs> but the pressure messed me up in the buck fever. So, I mean, I have no excuses. I, I wish... Like I said, if I could take that shot back, I would for sure. And last year's shot where I missed that big, beautiful yeah, year. So, but I, I think it's a, for for as disappointing as it is for, I'm not gonna say us for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's I think it's a good positive thing to hear for the people that are listening because there's mistakes are easy to make and you got to slow down, you got to make sure you know your equipment, you got to make sure you know what you're doing. And you got to make sure that you have a good shot, a good ethical shot. And I think that's the lesson. I think that's that's encouraging so, to the people that are hearing this. So. I don't usually see a lot of buck rutting, like normally in my lifetime right. of, of bow hunting. Oh, yeah, this sure. is a little bit new to me, to be honest. This this lot where we're at now is in Michigan, and this is not normal. Like I don't usually see this kind of rutting where you have decent bucks rutting against does. Normally, you know, you and I, you probably we used to hunt like. Early season, oh, yeah. never hunt the rut, you know, as we got older. We didn't well, know. Right. We just State didn't understand. Right. For sure. So, even if I had my compound or a crossbow, it was the same situation. This thing was so jig, jiggy, moving everywhere. And I understand why Ron had issues in Illinois hunting the rut. Because they're so moving. I mean, it's not like he just comes in and stops 20 yards and says, Oh, I'm going to have a cup bite of this carrot or whatever. It doesn't work like that. Dude, nose down, just going like this, jigging back and forth. You're like, what the heck is going on here? It's like a dog, like a bloodhound, yeah. like on something. You know, it's just wet, tail wagging, moving, jerking. I mean, it was so, so much going on that it honestly overwhelmed me. Like, I'm like, what, what, you know, I'm like, what are we, what's going on here, you know? And then right. you're talking a scoped weapon. Now, like you said, if it's a gun, you're, you're good. Because you, the distance don't matter. One to a hundred yards, you're you're the same bead. You just gotta yeah. stay on him. Once he stops, boom. You know. But with a crossbow, that twenty yards, you saw what just happened. I freaking went into no zone because I used the wrong yeah. thing. And last year I went low, and then you know, this year he just went low because Jamie went low because he was same thing. He used the wrong, simple little dial. It doesn't work. The only time it ever works for you if you're a hunter, if you if I would use the twenty for ten, twenty, thirty. I should have probably done that because that's pretty good for a crossbow, pretty accurate within an right. inch probably, but not with a compound. You'd have to know, you know, thirty yards of twenty don't mix is is pretty easy. Right, but you have twenty yards difference. That's it. Yours is a twenty yard difference, though, and that's pretty big. If it was thirty versus forty, yes. you probably still would have. That's got why. It. That's why I. That's where I thought he was at thirty when I told mm -hmm. you as early he wasn't. He was at twenty, and yeah. that's why I went up four inches on the hit. So I aimed at the heart, and it went up four inches and hit See, and if you were, six inches, and if you, six inches up. And if you would have done what Jamie did, which is aim yes. at the heart no matter yes. what. Yes, with the 20-yard right? Yeah, with, yes. with, no, 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 even with, yeah, with the, no, even with the 40. If I would have put right? the 20-yard pin on his heart, I would have had a deer right now. No, but yeah, but what I'm saying is if, was you, that if you always put it on the heart, you're either going to yeah. miss high or you're going to miss yeah. low or you're going to get it. You got a long. You know, so, yeah, I think there's some. But I did that, but I used the wrong, I put the 40 on the heart. Yeah. Dude, that's like right. 10 inches. That's what happened. Right. That's exactly well, where it is. Right. I didn't know it was 20 until tonight. That's the other thing. When we talk distances, you know, I think we as hunters, and even on this lot, we need to do a better job with the markers. Like, we need to mark the land, like, instead of just use rangefinders. Like, you should have a marker. 
I something see, I in the usually ground, do a like, rock, anything. Usually when I when I set it. when I set up a new blind, I'll see like characteristics in the grass, right? Especially if I'm up in the tree stand, it's easy. Like this tree's twenty, this tree's thirty, this tree's yeah, forty. Trees so I have are to easy. Deal with them. Yeah. Right. But this is grass, so I see little differences, right? So I'm so like hard. 20, that 30, 40. It's tricky, man. You don't know how big the deal so is. So I was, I was able to get a 30, and then it snowed over it. Yeah. <laughs> like, come yeah. on. Yeah. I got a 30 before. No, and that's right? usually it what is I what do it is. I'll sit down on a marked tree. Things happen. Like, All right, yeah. it's, here's, my, here's my 40 yard, yeah. right? If it's beyond that, I'm, I'm, I got to be really careful with what I'm doing. If it's in front of that, then okay, I, I have a better shot at it, and I have to rearrange it if it comes in below, before, you know, in, in front of that. But I know exactly where it's at at that point. So, but uh, some lessons to learn, some uh, you know, hopefully some encouragements for some hunters out there that may or may not be having the same sort of story that we're having this weekend. But uh, hopefully uh, tomorrow we'll have some better story, stories, some better success, and we'll we'll recover a deer that uh, we just I don't think we were just able to find what we needed to find tonight in order to track it well. So Yeah, we'll have uh, more time in the afternoon. Yeah, right so now. thanks for joining uh, us on the Bowen Planet Podcast. It's Jamie from the BHP Podcast. Wanted to take a moment to thank our awesome sponsors, Skullhooker Racks Inc., Vanguard Outdoors, Beyond the Ears, Crossman, and Stealth Cam. These sponsors are the rock behind our awesome podcast. Make sure and check them out. Hey guys, can't get enough of the Boner Plant Podcast? You need more episodes? Well, check us out on Patreon.com. Go to patreon.com slash Podcast to join the Golden Arrow Club and get exclusive access to new episodes every week. Celebrating the rich tradition of bow hunting for over 31 years, Vanguard is proud to be the official optic and hunting pack of Bowhunter Planet. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.